Welcome to Walk in Truth. These are the Bible teachings of Pastor Michael Lance, equipping you to reach out with God's truth to all people and how to apply that truth to today's issues, trends, and culture. Learn more about the program and our church when you visit walkintruth.com. Now here's part two of Pastor Michael's teaching in Exodus chapter 34, verses 1 through 7, called, When the Lord Passes By. In the book of Amos, prepare to meet your God, O Israel, is Amos 4.12. But in that book, if you read Amos chapter 4, you'll see that God tried to get their attention over and over again, and they would not listen. I did this, and you would not listen. I did that, and you would not listen. And then he says, prepare to meet your God. Well, every day, we can prepare to meet our God by just simply saying, Lord, I'm a living sacrifice. Here I am. This is often my prayer. I don't have much to offer, (laughs) but what I have, I give to you, (laughs) right? So I wake up. I try to set my compass point on the Lord, on what he wants to have happen that day, and that's just a good way to start it. No man is to come up with you, 34.3, nor let any man be seen anywhere on the mountain. That's for their protection. That's God's mercy right there. He's saying, look, if anybody comes up who's not prepared or not part of this, which is you alone, Moses, they will die. Remember the warnings in Exodus 19? Don't even set boundaries. Don't even let animals come up. Nothing. Or they'll die. So God is saying, look, it's you alone, Moses. You come up. Tell people, let there be no man, not even Joshua, not even the elders, no flocks, no herds, nothing on the mountain. The mountain will now be sacred for this moment of a thousand lifetimes because I am going to pass by. And Moses is going to get a glimpse of the glory of God in this very moment. And so he cut out the two stone tablets like the former ones, verse four. Moses rose up early in the morning. He went up to Mount Sinai as he had done many times before. As the Lord commanded him, he took the two stone tablets in his hand and the Lord, notice, descended in the cloud. That's the glory cloud. And stood there with him. And he, Moses, called upon the name of the Lord. Amen? The Lord descended in the cloud. Brothers and sisters, this is the only physical description in the whole account. We, show me your glory. I want to see your face. You can only see the back parts of my beauty. I'll cover you in the rock. It'll be the afterglow. And there is absolutely no description of God and what Moses saw. Only that God descended in the glory cloud. Do you know when you read the New Testament, you will find no physical description of Jesus Christ whatsoever. No description. The only thing that you will have in the book of uh, Isaiah is a prophecy about the plucking out of his beard. That's why we believe that he had a beard. But we have nothing else. We don't have anything else about the physical description of Jesus. But you know what we do have about him? His sermons, his word, (laughs) his miracles, We have everything that he did and said that was recorded by the Holy Spirit. That's what we have. Now, you say, well, what's the insight there? Here's the insight. The insight is that the way we get to know God is by getting to know his ways and his word. Amen? So, 
I want to know you. Well, then here's what you're going to find out, Moses. As Moses called upon the name of the Lord, the Lord's going to reveal something to him. This is Isaiah 64, 1 through 4. Listen to it. Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down, that the mountains might quake at your presence, as fire kindles the brushwood, as fire causes water to boil, to make known, to make known, make thy name known to thine adversaries, that the nations may tremble at your presence. When thou did awesome things that we did not expect, thou didst come down, the mountains quaked at thy presence, for from old they have not heard nor perceived by ear, neither has the eye seen a God besides you who acts in behalf of the one who waits for you. Isaiah 64, one through four. Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down. Well, the Lord did come down in the person of Jesus Christ. He rent the heavens and he came down. And never did a man speak like him. Never did a man do the miracles that he did. He made his ways known. It wasn't about his physical description. In fact, in the prophecies of Isaiah, it really says if you saw him, you wouldn't be really impressed with him. He wouldn't have a halo over his head if you saw him in a crowd. There wouldn't be a, one of those pointer things pointing at him. Messiah, Messiah. But you would know him by his words, by his actions, by his grace. And brethren... This is the value that God places on our lives. Your value is not about your physical looks. I know we all like to look as best we can. But the value is in your words and in your actions. What, do, what are you really about? What you will leave behind you is not how good you looked. Because beauty fades, right? Right? The more time goes by, the more our bodies change. But what you will leave behind is the blessing of words, the blessing of actions, the blessing of things that you've done, said, written, etc. And so Moses is going to have this moment. The Lord descends, and Moses is calling upon the name of the Lord. What do you think Moses said? What do you think he prayed? Let me ask you, if you were up on Mount Sinai and the Lord descended in a glory cloud, what would you start praying? <laughs> Perhaps something like this. Teach me your ways, O oh Lord. I want to know you better. Have you ever had a moment in prayer where your prayer time just became that simple? Teach me who you are, O oh Lord. Teach me your ways, when we were going through 1 Corinthians 13, the Lord gave me a poem that I wrote and I called it, Teach Me How to Love. If you are love, then teach me what your love looks like. Teach me how to love those around me the way you love. This is what it means to know God. And so the Lord kept his promise six and passed in front of Moses, 34, six. And what happened? The Lord made his own proclamation. And here's what he said. The Lord, the Lord God. That is Yahweh twice. Y-H-W-H is what we have in the consonants. And then the word L. So it would be Yahweh, Yahweh L. What is he? Compassionate, gracious, slow to anger, abounding in loving kindness and truth. Now what we're going to see 
in two very important fundamental verses to the Christian faith in Exodus 34, 6, and 7 is seven attributes of God. This moment for Moses has not been about what he saw. It's been about what he heard. And this is what I'm trying to drive home for all of us to see. Moses wanted to see God's glory, but what he actually got was a mini sermon. You could call it a seven-point sermon on the attributes of God. And by the way, all the attributes listed here are what are called communicable attributes. What do you mean? Meaning, these are things that you and I can also have in our lives and in our character. And what's interesting is that at this vital moment in Israel's history, the question that's been hovering over the whole account is what's going to happen to this nation? Is God going to wipe them out? Is God going to hear the prayer of Moses, blot me out of your book? If, if you you know, won't forgive them, then blot me out instead. What's going to happen? Is he going with them? Is he not going with or without you? That's the question. What's the answer? Here's the Lord. And what is he? Gracious compassionate, patient, abounding in loving kindness and faithfulness and truth. This is who he is. And all God's people said, "Woo!" <laughs> right? Because now in the name of God is the answer to Moses' ongoing question of his mediation, of his leading this nation. What's going to happen to this people? And for us, it may be what's going to happen to me. Because I've, you know, maybe you would say, you know, I, I haven't been maybe true to all of my covenants. I haven't been true to all of my promises. I, I've made plenty of declarations in my lifetime. I've, made, I've said them, whether it was a Monday morning or a Sunday morning. You know, I, I've made my, okay, this is what I'm going to do now. But I'm not sure that my track record has always been, you know, 100%. I don't know about how your, what your batting average is. Moses' request to see God's glory is shown, revealed in God's nature. God, God said to Moses, I will let all my goodness pass by you. God is good. And if you want to know what that means, all you have to do is look at verse 6. He's compassionate. He's gracious. He's slow to anger. He abounds in loving kindness and truth. The Lord is the same. Therefore, Israel is not consumed. The self-existing God, the Lord, the Lord, Yahweh, means the self-existing one. You could say, I am the creator, sustainer, redeemer, the God of salvation, compassionate, gracious, patient, overflowing with hased, that is loving kindness and truth. He's the covenant-keeping God. There are no physical descriptions of Jesus in the New Testament, yet Peter tells the house of Cornelius, you know of Jesus our Lord, how he was anointed with the Holy Spirit and how he went around doing good. I will let all my goodness pass before you. Do you know that that was fulfilled in the person of Jesus Christ? 
because he went around doing good. You'll hear more from Pastor Michael in a moment. You can watch videos of Pastor Michael's teachings. 19 chapters later! We know sometimes you hear Pastor Michael mention slides or give other demonstrations, and we have made sure you have access to all the videos from his Sunday sermons. The modern application could be the power of the sword with, for example, a police officer. Watching the videos can also be a good way to see how animated Pastor Michael can be. Even if you have to gulp after you've prayed it. And Lord, one more thing, not... My will. <laughs> you can watch the video from today's teaching when you visit walkintruth.com. We also live stream one of our Sunday morning services. Pastor Michael believes fellowship is important, so he prefers you attend your church on Sunday mornings. Or you can visit our church, Living Truth Christian Fellowship in Corona, California. Before we jump into it, would you pray with me? Father, thank you so much for tonight. Thank you for the youth upstairs enjoying a little bit of a party and celebration. But Pastor Michael understands some circumstances make it difficult to attend church services in person. So you are invited to watch our 1030 a.m. Pacific time service. God is not caught by surprise. A golden calf, I can't believe it. Moses may have been, God was not. To watch Pastor Michael's teachings live, hear the worship music and fellowship from where you are, follow our YouTube channel. You can find the link and information on walkintruth.com. That's walkintruth.com. Jesus is coming again. Do you believe it? We'd love to see who's listening. So please connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Just do a search for Walk in Truth Show. Now, back to Pastor Michael Lance right here on Walk in Truth. Because he went around doing good. He's good. He died on the cross because all of these attributes belong to the living God and Jesus is God in human flesh. Think about the attributes in verse six. How are you doing with them? Are they yours too? Are you full of compassion? Are you gracious? Are you slow to anger? Do you abound in loving kindness? Are you a person of truth? You know, all of these attributes here are really fruits of the Holy Spirit, right? They all come from the Lord living his life through us. Lamentations 3.22 says, The Lord's loving kindnesses indeed never cease. His compassions never fail. They are new every morning, right? Great is your faithfulness. Jeremiah 31, 14 says, I will fill the soul of the priest with abundance and my people shall be satisfied with my goodness, declares the Lord. The Lord doesn't say anything about his holiness, anything about his power, anything about his glory, anything about his perfection. Why? He didn't need to. It was on display on the mountain in the glory cloud. He didn't have to say, the Lord, the Lord, really shiny. I was like, yeah, I know. The Lord, the Lord, holy, holy, holy. Well, Moses already had an idea of his holiness. But what does he say? The Lord, the Lord, gracious, compassionate. Do you know the God that we have trusted in and the God that we proclaim? This is who he is. This is the sovereign God. 
Now, there's going to be other attributes I'm going to tell you about that round this picture out. He's not just these things. We'll see that in a moment. But Exodus 34, 6 is one of the most important verses in the Bible. In fact, it is quoted or referred to dozens of times in the Old Testament. Let me give you one example. Turn to Psalm 103. Psalm 103. Hold your place in Exodus. We'll come back to it. One of many places that we can point to, but let's just muse on this one just for a second. Psalm 103. The Lord, verse 8, Psalm 103, is compassionate and gracious. What is he? Slow to anger and abounding in loving kindness. He will not always strive with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his loving kindness towards those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far as he removed our transgressions from us. Just as a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. He himself knows our frame. He is mindful that we are but dust. In the book of Joel, which is a little further back in your Bible, chapter 2, the book of Joel is all about the day of the Lord, the day of the Lord, the day of the Lord. And the Lord utters his voice in 2.11 of Joel before his army. Surely his camp is very great. Strong is he who carries out his word. The day of the Lord is indeed great and very awesome. Who can endure it? This is what the Lord says in Joel 2.12. Yet even now declares the Lord, Return to me with all your heart, with fasting, weeping, and mourning. Rend your heart and not your garments. Now return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, abounding in loving kindness, and relenting of evil. Who knows whether he will not turn and relent and leave a blessing behind him, even a grain offering and a libation for the Lord your God. Back to Exodus 34. Even Jonah said it in a moment of frustration when God forgave the Ninevites. He said, I knew that you were a gracious and compassionate God, slow to anger and abounding in loving kindness, and one who relents concerning calamity. And then Jonah says, and now kill me. (laughs) Come on, Jonah. Did you not have breakfast? I mean, what's going on here, right? Now, he said that with some disdain, But this is a constant in our Bibles. The Lord is full of compassion. Look at verse 7 as we round out the text. 34, 7. The Lord is he who keeps loving kindness. He keeps showing it. He is faithful to it. For thousands who forgives iniquity and transgression and sin. Those are three different ways to say when we blow it. Iniquity. Transgression means kind of a, we dig our heels in when we know it's wrong and we still do it. Iniquity, we go the wrong way and then sin is the more general word. God forgives it all. Iniquity, transgression, transgression and sin. Yet, he will by no means leave the guilty unpunished. 
visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children and on the grandchildren to the third and fourth generations. Now, all God's people said it was sounding so good until the end of verse 7. Because you were talking about grace and compassion and patience and abounding in loving kindness. And then it says, but (laughs) he won't leave the guilty unpunished. Wait a minute. I'm the guilty. I was reveling in all these wonderful attributes of God until I read verse 7. Now what? Well, you have to know that of the attributes of God, you have to always include justice. You've been listening to When the Lord Passes By, Part 2 on Walk in Truth. That's Pastor Michael's teaching in Exodus chapter 34, verses 1 through 7. If you missed any part of today's program or parts 1 or 2, you can listen to Walk in Truth on Spotify, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. And would you please do us a favor and encourage a friend or a family member to listen to Walk in Truth on this radio station? The same if you're listening on podcast. You can always just click that share button. If Pastor Michael's teachings have been a blessing to you, then hopefully they will do the same for someone you care about. Thanks so much for spreading the word about Walk in Truth. Now here's Pastor Michael with a final word. Well, when you start to think about future generations beyond the generation of Moses, you know, that generation, uh, 20 and above, died in the wilderness. Not even Moses entered the promised land. And we know that Joshua and Caleb and their families did enter. And then those who were 20 and below were that generation that crossed over the Jordan and entered into the land of Canaan. But most of them, according to 1 Corinthians 10, were laid low in the wilderness. They didn't make it into the promised land. Now, I don't think that's full commentary on their spiritual end. I think it's just that they they didn't make it. And and when the, the writer of Hebrews picks up this theme, he, he says there's really a singular reason they didn't make it, that first generation that left Egypt, and that is unbelief. They w- simply wouldn't believe God. And that is such a huge thing that we need to really wrestle with is our individual faith. Now, sometimes people think, well, if my ancestors sinned, does that come down to me? Now, we can certainly live in the consequences of other people's sins, like if we come from a divorced, broken home, or maybe there was abuse or alcoholism, certainly there can be ramifications for the next generation. But each man is accountable for his own sin. And so wherever, whatever your family history may be, I wouldn't worry about, you know, people talk about generational curses and stuff like that. Look, Anyone who is in Christ, the curse has been vanquished in Christ. Now, you might have some things to clean up, and maybe there are some weak points in your life that come as a consequence of family, but don't worry about that other stuff because you're a new creation in Christ Jesus and move forward in him. He has the power to vanquish every enemy, and that's in fact what he does. This is Pastor Michael Lance. We are walking through the book of Exodus. Hey, if you're brand new to us and you want to find out more about the ministry of Walk in Truth, we're based in Southern California out of the city of Corona. We have an amazing local fellowship called 
Living Truth Christian Fellowship. I have the privilege of being senior pastor. The messages that you're hearing come from that pulpit on our normal Sundays or Wednesday nights. We've recently taught through the book of Exodus. We happen to be teaching through Matthew and Hebrews Sundays and Wednesdays. um, And uh, in that order, Sundays is Matthew. Wednesdays is the book of Hebrews. And so if you'd like to come out and check us out, you live anywhere near the Inland Empire, come on out and uh, we'd love for you to fellowship with us. It's walkintruth.com. Click on the church tab, walkintruth.com. Click on that church tab. If you want to know more about how to connect with us, we do broadcast or live stream the second service, 1030 a.m. Pacific time on our YouTube channel. You can connect to that from the website walkintruth.com. We've been telling you about a number that you can also call if you need prayer from a pastor or need to bounce something off of us or get some spiritual input. That's 844-48-TRUTH. 844-48-TRUTH. This is Pastor Michael. We'll see you right here next time. God bless you. Remember, Walk in Truth is a listener-supported ministry. Your financial partnership helps us broadcast on this station and provide the podcast for free. Also, more people like you can dive deeper into the Word of God and apply it to their life. Please consider becoming a Walk in Truth monthly partner of at least $10 a month, or you can always give a one-time gift. Please visit walkintruth.com to give. And join us tomorrow for part three of Pastor Michael's teaching in Exodus chapter 34, verses 1 through 7, called when the Lord passes by. I'm Mike Massaro. Thanks for listening to Walk in Truth, where it's our goal to equip you to reach out with God's truth to all people.